Welcome to Kiss in Tel Aviv, where we put the love in Tel Aviv. I'm your host, Margot. This is Tel Aviv's first and only dating, sex, and relationships podcast. And in this episode, we are talking about first dates. This is the city of Tel Aviv, y'all. This is a place that is vibing, buzzing, thriving. There are so many beautiful people in this city, and it is a great place to date. And it can also be an awful place to date if you're energy isn't on. So since this is, you know, our first episode, let's get right into it and talk about first dates. Sometimes they can be last dates. Let's be honest. Sometimes they don't get past, you know, the first date. We've all been there. Um, By the way, if you're in a relationship, don't turn off the podcast at this point because we're giving you a chance to relive your single heyday glory days. And also you might be able to get some advice for your single friends next time they're sitting across from you at brunch bitching about the fuck boy that they went on a terrible date with. So there might even be something in this for you. You can uh, be grateful that you're no longer single or you can just, you know, learn a few things and live vicariously through us single televivians out there. So stay tuned. We are going to discuss it all from everything from what you should do before a date, how to prepare for a date, what do you talk about, what do you wear, what not to wear, because this is really, really important. Um, Where should you go on a first date in Tel Aviv? And we're also going to talk about fucking on the first date. That's right. We're going to get into it all. This is it ladies and gentlemen. So we are going to kiss and Tel Aviv. Let's get right into it. So first dates, here's the thing. They can be awful. I get it. I have been on horrible first dates. I will be more than happy to share with you some of the the terrible things that I have experienced on first dates. I've been on lots of bad dates. I've been on lots of good dates. I am, you know, still single. And I really do enjoy a good first date. There's no better feeling than vibing with someone cute. Either you met in real life or you met on an app and, uh, you know, dates are fun. They, you know, we shouldn't take them too seriously. Right. I think a lot of times, especially, you know, I've been there, you tend to think that this has to be something you have to figure this person out right away. And, you know, you really have to be able to picture walking down the aisle with them. And I know that people tend to project their insecurities or fantasies or whatever else the fuck it is onto their date. But just remember that dates are just a peek under the hood into somebody's personality. You're just getting to know a little bit about them. And also remember that even if you didn't figure it all out on the first date, you weren't meant to. They're supposed to be fun. Um, So just relax and enjoy the experience of getting to know somebody. Now, get, you know, a little bit nervous or excited or to feel completely apathetic before a first date. There are a range of emotions that a person can experience before they're about to go on a date. And a lot of times, you know, there's two scenarios, right? Let's say you have been crushing on someone. You've been talking to them to them like on the apps or, you know, you finally get asked out by a cutie that, you know, maybe you work with them or, you know, the cute guy from the homeless place, whatever it is, um, you finally ask them out or you get asked out and you're excited. You're looking forward to it. Okay. There's two scenarios, right? You're excited about the date. Your, you know, banter has been great. You have a crush on them or it's the opposite and you're literally 
dreading the thought of meeting this person. You wake up in the morning and you go through your day, you go to work and you know that you have a date later on and you're just having a fucking day, right? We've all been there. You're not sure if you even like the person and deep down inside, you're secretly hoping that you will get that text in the middle of the day that says, Hey, uh, can we put it off for uh, another night? (laughs) Whatever it is, you know? So there's two, there's two scenarios. Maybe the weather sucks and you just don't want to leave your house. Maybe it's, you know, you're PMSing and you're just don't want to be talked to by another man. I know I've been there and the thought of sitting across from somebody and trying to get them to, you know, be impressed by all of the shit that you say is just not, you're just not in the mood. Um, so here's a couple of things that you can do before a date. Okay. Now I like to call this a little bit of like a pre-date ritual. Now I'm not saying you need to like, you know, go out and sacrifice a goat and like sprinkle its blood across, you know, your fucking bedroom or like light candles and take a bubble bath, whatever. (laughs) But a pre-date ritual is simply just something that gets you in the right headspace to go on a date. Okay. It can be different for everybody and and you can pick your thing. You know, I I learned this from an actually from a dating coach. And if you guys want to hear about my experience with a dating coach, um, I know of a dating coach that has tons and tons of really good advice. Um, and she's somebody that I'm really acquainted with and she's got, you know, tons of really, really awesome, uh, things to discuss about dating, but that's a whole nother episode and, uh, we'll discuss that. But if you want me to bring her on, um, we will just, uh, reach out via email. We'll give you the details at the end of the podcast. If you want to hear more about that, I'm not talking about a pickup artist either. That's a totally different topic as well. But, um, here's the thing. Let's get back into the, you know, the pre-date ritual. Okay doesn't have to be something like super thought out or whatever. But again, it's something that gets you in the right headspace. Okay. So it can be really difficult to, you know, get excited for a date sometimes. And so a couple things you can do, listen to some music that makes you feel confident, that makes you feel vibing, put on that Lizzo track, whatever it is. Um, you know, my, I have some personal favorites. We can make a pre pre date, uh, you know, make yourself a little playlist of songs that make you feel like that bitch, you know, or like that dude, just like whatever it takes, you know, put on a song, listen to some music, pick out a date night outfit and we will definitely get into that. So stay tuned folks, because what you wear on a date matters. Okay, guys, I have a lot of advice for you and uh, a, a couple of bones to pick about what, what y'all be showing up to these dates wearing. I, I, ooh, I don't know who let you out the house like that, but stay tuned. We'll get into it. Um, you know, whatever makes you feel good before a date, do that. If it's, you know, here's a, here's a little piece of advice. And sometimes I know it cannot be avoided, but never, ever go straight from work to a date. Okay. Why? Let's say your boss is up your ass about something and you just, you're stressed out. You're bringing that, that work energy into your date. Okay. So you don't want to show up on a date and, you know, be bossing this person around because, you know, you're, you know, your employees, you're, you don't want to show up like managing the fucking date. You know what I mean? You want to just like relax a little bit. I know it can't be avoided. So if you have to do your pre-date ritual in the cab on the way, take a couple deep breaths, put on your headphones, listen to a good song, you know, relax, get ready, like get in that headspace. It's really, really, really important. 
So speaking of not going straight from work to a date, if it can be avoided, what's a good time to go out on a date? Okay. Tel Aviv is an alive city. Okay. There are people drinking espresso at one, one in the morning, you know, on a fucking Tuesday. So anything goes here. You think New York is a city that doesn't sleep? No. Tel Aviv is a city that doesn't sleep. We are fueled by espresso and, and it's just, you know, an alive city. And so sometimes it's like, okay, well, Tel Avivians eat dinner at midnight practically. So like, when should you go on a date? My opinion, between 9 and 10 p.m. is an acceptable time range to meet somebody for the first time. 9 on the, obviously on the earlier side and 10 p.m. on the pre- you know, ranging on booty call hours. You don't want to meet somebody too late, okay? But you also don't want to meet them too early because if you just finished work, you want to go home, especially ladies, we need time to get ready. You know, I know Beyonce says, I woke up like this, but I did not wake up like this. I need time. I need to get into my space. I need to like redo my makeup, fix my hair, change my outfit, all these things. So I think like 9 p.m. is a good time for you to be able to get ready. Um, Anything later than that. And folks, we are teetering on the edge of the booty call zone. Okay. Look, I get it. Sometimes, you know, there's exceptions, imperial cocktail bar. It's hard to get a reservation. Maybe the only time you could get a seat is at 1030. That's really the only acceptable time. Anything later than that. And ladies, he is either trying to booty call you or you're on the second shift. Okay. He already went on a date with somebody else earlier that night and you are (laughs) your dessert, honey. And he's trying to take you home and eat it. Okay. So just be aware if he tries to meet you after 10 PM without like a really good excuse, like, yo, I'm taking you to this bar and I couldn't get a spot until this hour. That is the only like good exception. If you think of any other exceptions, let us know. Send us a DM at Tel Aviv Presents on Instagram and let us know. But I think 9 to 10 p.m. Okay. Now, speaking of that, there are many things that are not a date. Okay. Here's the thing, especially if you really like the person and they're like, and ladies, this is, this is for you. And he sends you a text. He's like, Hey, want to uh, hang out? Hanging out is not a date. Okay. That hangout invite better be followed up with a date option. Okay. But if it's just uh, hang out, come uh, hang out. What is hang out, bro? I have plenty of friends. I don't want to hang out with you. I hang out with my friends. Okay. I got plenty of people I can hang out with. They hang out not a date. Okay. Not a date. Thank you very much. Coming over to your house to smoke a joint is not a date. However, in Tel Aviv, that has become a perfectly exceptional way for guys to get you to come over for what you think is a date. Ladies, that is not a date. Gentlemen too, if this is happening to you, if, if you know, there's fuck boys, there's also fuck girls and that's okay. This is 2020. We're equal, you know, like fuck boys, fuck girls left and right. However, inviting me over to your house to smoke a joint or whatever is not a date. I repeat, it is not a date. If that's what you want to do, fine. Like go over and smoke a date, uh, smoke a date, smoke a joint. But like, remember that that is not an acceptable date option. And if, if you don't want to do that, then you, you let them know. Okay. You 
suggesting to come over to my place is not a date. I don't want to have you over to my place. Absolutely fucking not. No. Meeting up with a group of his or her friends when they're already out is also not a date. Okay. That is not an acceptable, that is not an acceptable date. It's fun. It's cool. I'm not saying you shouldn't do it, but do not confuse that for a date. Okay. It is black and white. There are dates and non-dates. Um, and you know, if this fall, if this happens, this is what you say. If you really, if, if a guy or a girl suggests this and mostly it's guys suggesting this and you get this, here's what you say. You text them back. You say, you know, I'm sure that would be fun, but I'm going to let you take me on a real date first. Okay. If he doesn't follow up or she doesn't follow up and make a plan, he was never going to, it was never going to happen. Bye-bye. Thank you. Next. Todaraba. Next. Okay. Move on because the date was never going to happen. He was going to Netflix and chill yo ass right into a uh, fuck boy town. Okay. That is a one way ticket out of here. Okay. We don't have time for that. So now that we've covered what isn't a date, what is a date? There are endless options of places and things to do here in Tel Aviv. It's a beautiful city full of beautiful people. And there are loads of things to do every single night of the week. The white city is popping y'all. That is the truth. And you can never, here's the thing. You can never go wrong with a standard night out for a drink. That's always, it's a classic. It works. It's totally acceptable. Um, and there are no shortage of cool bars in this city to take a cutie, okay? There is a cool bar opening up every five minutes in this city, and there is a bar on every corner, and that's the truth. So there's no shortage of places to go. Now, here's a little tip of advice that I learned from a guy friend of mine. He'll remain anonymous for now, but I'm sure he'll be on this podcast (laughs) in the future. Now, He told me that he has a go-to date place in every single part of the city. So that way, depending on where his date lives, he can suggest something in the area. And I think that that is such a brilliant idea, okay? So here's what you do. You pick out North Tel Aviv, Central Tel Aviv, and South Tel Aviv slash Florentine Yafo, and you have your go-to places in each one of those areas. That way, it doesn't come down to the, uh, where do you want to go? I don't know. Uh, I don't know. Let's just uh, walk around a little bit. I'm just like, no. Like, have a go-to place so that when the date is actually about to happen, you know, you have a place to go. So let's talk North Tel Aviv. Let's, where are some good go-to date spots in North Tel Aviv? The classic 223, okay? 223, I think I have been on approximately 223 first dates at 223 alone. Um, they all turned out to be fuckboys, but whatever. It's played out, but it's a it's a classic spot and they have delicious cocktails. The lighting is nice. It's romantic. Um, classic first date spot. Double standard um, is also a great option. Room service. Funny story about room service. Okay. I went on a first day, uh, first date at room service. This was like back in the day when it first opened. I think it opened in like, I don't know, 2012 or whatever. And at the time I had just discovered um, coconut oil as a hair mask and I was obsessed with coconut oil. (laughs) Earlier in the day, I really wanted to like my hair to be shiny for the date. So I... (laughs) did a coconut mask on my hair 
And I have very fine hair. And what they don't tell you in these like YouTube tutorials about coconut oil is that if you have fine hair, you should not be putting any oil in it of any kind. Okay. So I do this coconut oil mask. And I'm like, oh my gosh, this is so nice. My hair's gonna, I'm gonna smell like a coconut. I'm gonna show up looking all fly and all cute. Bitch, I could not get the coconut. I washed my hair 78,314 times and I could not get the coconut oil out of my hair. And I showed up to this date looking like a, like, Grease lightning, okay? <laughs> like, my hair was so greasy. It was, like, so stringy. And it was summer, too. So, like, oh, man, I was looking like a mess. So um, that's a funny uh, first date story about uh, coconut oil. It, it turned out fine and, like, whatever. I think we went out a couple more times. Um, Juno is another great bar in the Old North um, over in Key Carmelano. Uh, Il Vicino, cannot go wrong. That's a great little wine bar. Um, Definitely been on a lot of first dates there. Great place to take somebody. Central Tel Aviv, endless options. Um, be warned, though, you will probably run into somebody you know in this area. Um, the chances of you running into your ex or, you know, a person you were on a date with uh, earlier that week is very high. Um, Imperial, an obvious choice, a classic. Um, chances are you've probably been on a date there. Um, you definitely need a reservation, but still fun. Um, I think it's Cicchetti, Cicchetti, uh, Cicchetti. I don't know how to pronounce it. I think it's on um, Yehuda Halevi. The Prince, another classic. Again, a bit played out. Um, all the bars in the Shook or the Karam, super fun for like Friday day dates, um, especially in the summertime when, um, you know, the days are longer and the shirts are, the skirts are shorter and everybody's feeling themselves and uh, cuffing season is over and Oof, yeah, gotta love summer. Summer loving had me blessed. Um, Bicicleta, another good one. Concierge, Spice House. I had a first date with my ex at Spice House. That was right when it first opened. That was really fun. Um, Centro and Chateau Chual, another good wine date um, spot. And they do have a good happy hour. Happy hour, happy hour on a first date. Mm, interesting. Can be a move, but usually it's right after work. So it can be something fun and spontaneous to do. Um, but just don't get too wasted because that's definitely not a good idea on a first date. Um, South Tel Aviv, Florentine, Yafo, we got Shafa, Cuckoo's Nest, um, Beer Bazaar, Reza, Risa, whatever, however you say it, Noga, Casino, San Remo, Remo, I don't know what it's called. Um, Pardarier, Amazing option. Perfect first date spot. A la Rampa, La Mala, Mezcal, Dalida, Herzl 16, Herzl Shishisle. Um, definitely good date spots. So hit up those areas. Have a go-to date spot in every single um, part of the city and you will be good to go. Now, there are some alternatives to uh, a drink date. Um, coffee. Okay. Here's the thing about coffee. <laughs> Uh, coffee is either a first date or a last date. Somebody is either taking you on a first date or they're going to dump you and there are no exceptions. You should not be taking somebody on a coffee date, uh, for, you know, date number three, especially after, you know, you've already had sex. It's just like, no, not date three. I mean, like, wait, is, we'll get into that. I'm not saying date, whatever. You, you, you know what I'm talking about? Um, yeah. Coffee is either first date or last date. There are no in-betweens. Um, I once was trying to come up with a time to meet this guy that I met on an app and I came up with this great idea that I will share with you now. Now this, this is not for everyone, but I am a morning person. I know that's kind of crazy, but 
you know, here in Tel Aviv, a lot of us work in tech and, you know, hours are kind of flexible, especially if you're working for a startup and things like that. You know, you, you get to work around 10. That gives you a lot of time in the morning to get a date in. And if you are super busy like I am and your weeknights are full uh, and you really want to like seize the opportunity to meet it, to meet somebody, you don't want to drag it on before it gets stale and never get a chance to meet them. You can do a morning coffee date. Hear me out, okay? Before you're like, who wants to wake up that early? Listen to this, okay? You look fresh, you know? You're ready to go. Your outfit's looking good. You haven't spilled hummus on it yet. You don't have like crust all over yourself. I'm a sloppy eater. By the end of the day, I'm like, (laughs) it's just a mess, okay? So you're looking fresh. And here's another good thing about the morning coffee date is that there is no pressure to go if they there's no uh, hey I want to come back to my place Ah." no because you guys have to go to work after so that takes a huge amount of the pressure off also you both have to go to work right so if it's not going well you can say oh look at that I gotta go to work I have a meeting whatever it is so it's a really good thing also if the date does go well then you can leave them wanting more. It's a quick, great way to meet up. It's super fast. It's super chick chuck. And you didn't waste a weeknight on somebody that you barely know. I know that time is money and we all have a lot going on in our lives and weeknights are, you know, we all have a lot going on, like I said. So, um, the, try the coffee date. That's a fun, fun alternative to the drinks thing. If you can get somebody to, uh, meet you in the morning, then try it. Um, I do not recommend dinner for a first date. It is awkward. Now, the exception being if you know this person already and, you know, you you have some sort of banter or rapport, dinner might be acceptable. But if it's the first time you're meeting somebody, the last thing I want to do is sit across from you and try to fucking put a sushi roll in my mouth and look like a slob. Dinner is just awkward. Plus, if you guys aren't hitting it off, you have to sit there and eat a meal across from somebody that like is giving you the major ick factor. So dinner is not my ideal first date idea. It's awkward. And uh, save that for later. You can go f- certainly go on a second date. If the first one goes well, go to dinner. Um, again, movies for a first date. And again, unless you already know the person. Um, recently, I went on a date with a guy who I had known for a while. We had been talking in you know social circles and stuff like that. And I knew him. I So going on a date to the movies was great. We went for a drink first and then went and saw a movie. So that was fine. But again, if it's the first time you're meeting somebody, movies are not a good idea. Um, This is a very popular date option in Tel Aviv is the classic, uh, you want to go uh, drink wine on the beach? (laughs) And this is, I'm kind of over this, you guys. Like I have been, you know, dating in this city for like a long time now and it's becoming a little bit played out, but people really like it. So it can be a nice suggestion. Personally, I'm not so much into uh, the idea of going to the beach and having my purse stolen uh, while I'm getting, you know, this fuck boy is trying to fill me up in the sand. It just doesn't seem like a good idea for me. I'm just kind of over it. They're always trying to get you to like lay down on a blanket and it's just like, oh, somebody's going to steal my purse. And it's just like, no. Um, hey, if you're into that, go for it. It can be nice. But again, it's kind of lazy. It's a lazy option to me. Um, a guy took me rock climbing once, which, um, was kind of cool, but I, 
actually kind of fucking hated it because I'm not that sporty. But like it is a creative idea if you're into that kind of thing. Um, you know, they have those like paint and cocktail things that can be fun, creative, um, a street art tour. Maybe you don't drink. Maybe you and your date, like you just don't like to drink. So go on a like tour of the street art. Uh, and there's so much amazing street art in Tel Aviv. So maybe that's an option, you know, maybe on a Friday, uh, food festivals. There's tons of those in Tel Aviv. Um, and if you guys have more awesome Tel Avivian alternative date nights to the classic, uh, let's go out for a drink. Um, let us know, send us a DM. Um, my email is margo at telavivmedia.group. That's right, dot group. Um, I'll share more information at the end of the podcast. So let us know what you guys think of some alternative uh, first dates. Okay. Now that we've talked about good first date ideas, let's talk about some bad ones. Okay. I heard a story once about a guy. Oi, Miss Ken, poor thing. Um he took a girl to just like hang out and sit by Dizengoth Fountain with like some snacks. And oh my gosh, like his head was in the right place, but it was just like, oh, that is so exposed. Everyone can see you. I'm sure like not a lot of you are out trying to do this, but like, look, unless my name is like Batsheva and I'm Haredi and like we're 18 and we're on a first date from a Shiduch, like a setup and we'll be engaged in three weeks. Fine. Okay. Acceptable date. But like a regular schmegular situation that is not a good idea for a date um so yeah no escape rooms okay you either love them or you hate them i fucking hate that shit please don't take me to an escape room otherwise i'm going to want to escape the date uh, but that's just me hey maybe you're into it maybe you like it um yeah bad date ideas when we already talked about the want to come over and smoke or no that is not a date so stop on that note Ladies, if you're still going over to smoke at his house and you think it's a date, like what we permit, we promote. So obviously guys are going to try to get away with as much as they possibly can. So if you're still going over there to smoke, it's fine. But like, that's why he keeps asking because he gets away with it. So just keep that in mind. Okay. Now here is another tip. This has happened to me several times and it's just so annoying. Okay. So you're talking to a guy and it's, you know, the date is later that day and you say, okay, great. Uh, meet me at nine. Sometimes they'll come pick you up in your neighborhood and then they show up and they don't have a plan. Are you fucking kidding me? What do you mean you don't know where you want to go? I am mostly going to put this on the guys because usually like in, in my case, like this is, this is, these are the ones who are, who are doing it. Like the person who asks the, per, the, the, the person who's asking you out should be the one to plan the date. This has happened to me so many times. Shows up, doesn't have a plan. And then we have to walk around Tel Aviv all awkward. Like, uh, uh, I guess we can go stand awkwardly at this bar. Like, no, especially if it's a Thursday night and all the bars are jam-packed. And then you have to try to find a place that actually has a seat. And then it ends up being a shitty bar. Do not do this to your dates. Guys, girls, whatever it is, whoever's planning it, I, I don't care. Just have a plan. Do not show up to this date without a plan. Like it's so frustrating. Also, if you make the choice to date somebody outside of Tel Aviv, good luck to you. <laughs> um, but if you are coming from outside of Tel Aviv with a car, park your fucking car before the date. 
and give yourself plenty of time to find a parking spot because they are very hard to find in Tel Aviv or take your car to a lot and pay for parking. But do not show up to my apartment and then pick me up and say we have to we have to go uh, look for parking because that's going to take two hours. Also, I don't want to get into a car with a stranger the first time we meet. It is so awkward. How do you, then you like go for that like awkward like hug like across the you know the stick shift and then it's like a gear shift. It's just like such a mess. Find parking before you come to Tel Aviv, okay? Or go to a lot and then you know whatever. If you don't live in Tel Aviv, nobody's perfect. <laughs> I get it, but park your car first. Okay. Like take care of that because like, especially guys, girls don't want to get in a car with you. Uh, you're still a fucking stranger. Okay. Stranger danger is real. Um, now you've gotten to the date. you're sitting there at a cool bar, whatever it is. And you start to talk to your cutie. Okay. I have got, this is a question. Israelis ask me all the time. So uh, why did you come to Israel? You're from America. It's so amazing there. Why do you live here? Are you crazy? Now, every single person who moves to Israel or from to Tel Aviv from outside of this country gets this question all the time. Israelis, y'all keep asking this. We, I, please, please, please. That's the question that uh, Israelis are always asking people who moved here. And I get it. Like the grass is always greener and it's hard for them to understand. Like that's, that's a whole nother topic of discussion, but like, oh, please stop asking me that. And is Okay. One thing you should know, if you're dating Israelis or people in Tel Aviv, they will. <laughs> Politics seem to be a completely acceptable date conversation. And where I come from in America, we don't talk about politics on a first date. And so don't be surprised if your date is, you know, from Tel Aviv and they ask you, uh, so who did you vote for? It's a very different cultural norm here where it's completely acceptable to talk about politics. Um I have also heard Israelis have asked me, or Israelis have been asked, did you kill anybody in the army? Never, ever, ever ask an Israeli that question. It is completely inappropriate. Just leave it, okay? Now, there's also a huge, huge problem, tardiness on a date. Look, I get it. There's regular time and then there's Tel Aviv time, okay? And it's usually 15 minutes later than the time that was agreed upon. But look, I get it. Stuff happens. You know, you couldn't find a bird, you, you know, your cab, whatever it is, your cab driver wanted to talk to you for 25 minutes about why you're not married yet. I, I understand. Okay. But anything longer than five to 10 minutes, it's kind of, it's just rude. Um, I've been late for dates and I'm sorry to all the dates that I was late to. I'm sorry guys, if you're listening to this, it happens. I'm always late to everything. But here's the thing. If you leave enough time, <laughs> if you leave a very wise friend once said, if you leave enough time for me to have a full conversation with the bartender and decide to date him or her instead, then you are too late. All right. So be careful and uh, try not to be too late. Now, this is the moment that we've all been waiting for. What do you wear on a first date? Ladies and gentlemen, this is a conundrum because I have seen it all. I've, I've worn some, you know, questionable things on a first date. I get it. Like, but we are about to tell you exactly the formula, the best thing for guys and for girls to wear on a first date, okay? One time, this guy, oh my gosh, he did everything wrong, okay? He was from Cholon. <laughs> Sorry if you're from Cholon. 
<laughs> I just, I speak the truth. Like you're going to get the truth on this podcast. That's the rule. Um, he, he was from Cologne. He, he kept delaying the date. It was like hours. And he's like, oh, I'm so sorry. I got another hour. He showed up. And it looked like he came from the beach. He was wearing like a full moon party neon tank top, you know, and some stupid shorts and flip flops. And I'm sorry, but like that is an unacceptable date outfit. Guys, if you or girls, if you are showing up looking like you just came from a day at the beach, unacceptable. With that said, I know that Tel Aviv is a very, very casual city and, you know, you shouldn't overdress by any means, eh, by any means, but you want to look like an elevated version of yourself on a date. Okay. So no matter what you wear, you want to be comfortable. Now I'm not saying like, you know, pajamas and, and house shoes comfortable, but you know what I mean? You want to feel like yourself. You don't want to feel like you're dressing up as somebody else. Okay. So let's talk about it for girls. What should girls wear on a first date? There's a winter outfit and there's a summer outfit, okay? Leave. Now, look, I am only saying what I have heard from other guys, and I know that this is wear whatever the fuck you want. That's the, okay, wear whatever you want, but here's the thing. Ladies, the three-point rule, okay? Again, I am not here to tell you what to wear. It is 2020. You can wear whatever you want. But as a suggestion, okay, pick a body part to show. Now, it doesn't mean you have to show the body part. I'm not saying that either. But if you are going to choose to show skin, which is totally fine, just choose from the three-point rule, okay? There's boobs, there's your belly, and butt slash legs, okay? Pick one. If your boobs are out, wear jeans. If your legs are out, cover your tits. If your belly's out, cover your tits and your legs. Like, there's one, uh, you know, one spot is fine. Again, with that said, where would the hell you want? But these are just some suggestions because like, if you want to show skin, here's the thing, like it's fine. But like, if you show up really scantily clad, a guy is going to think that you're easy. And I'm sorry. It's not fair. I get it. Guys are, it's, it's not fair. It's fucked up. Guys are, guys are, they're animals. Okay. Um, and I am only regurgitating what I've, what I've been told by many, many guys is that like, if you, if you show up and things are all out and your bits aren't covered, he's, he's going to think you're easy. And I know it's not fair. Again, this is not my personal like viewpoint on the issue, but I'm just telling you what I've heard. Okay. Um, the truth is, you know, whatever, wear whatever you want. My go-to outfit, like look, leather jacket, white t-shirt, like a nice, tight fitting like white t-shirt and jeans and like a cute shoe you can wear a clean pair of white sneakers you can wear um like a nice little booty moment um you know but just keep it simple some cute earrings whatever do not overdress here's the thing about heels if you're gonna wear heels and you know how tall your date is and you're not gonna if you want to be taller than your date that's totally fine if that's a problem for you maybe don't wear heels the first date because then you might end up being taller. And if you don't want to be taller than the guy you're with, then whatever, or do wear heels to find out if you are. Um, and just don't wear like stilettos because like you're going to look like you came in from outside of the only people that wear, <laughs> that wear stilettos in Tel Aviv are people who came from the suburbs. And they think that that's like the cosmopolitan thing to do. Do not wear heels like stilettos. I'm going to, I'm going to just go ahead and say, probably don't show up in heels. All right. Now lipstick. 
unless you're wearing, I have a bulletproof formula. It's called Lip Sense. Unless you're wearing Lip Sense and it does not move, lipstick can be problematic on a date. Okay. Now, again, wear it if you want it. But a lot of times, like if you want, if you want that guy to kiss you, he's going to be reluctant to, if you've got on like a, a bold lip, it's not to say you can't wear it, but just be aware that like, if he does want to kiss you or if you do want to kiss him, like he's probably going to be thinking like, Oh, I'm going to mess up her makeup, whatever. Go for it. Mess up the makeup. It is what it is. Um, there's a, there's a lot of budge proof, um, you know, 24 hour, uh, lipstick formulas you can rock. Um, it's not because it doesn't look good. It's just because like, it's not really kiss proof. Or if you are going to wear lipstick, make sure it's kiss proof because you might want to make out at the end of the day. And there's nothing wrong with that. Okay, guys, 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 what should you wear on a first date? Okay. Don't do what that one guy wore and, um, show up looking like he came from the, from the beach. That's Oh, that's just not good. Flip-flops. Please stop wearing flip-flops on a date. You can wear a Birkenstock, okay? But actually, let's start from let's start from head to toe, okay? A night winter or summer, okay? Let's let's go with winter first. A nice fitting crew neck t-shirt, black. I think guys look great in a black t-shirt. You cannot go wrong with a classic black or white t-shirt. I love guys in a black t-shirt. It looks so good. A pair of slim fitting dark wash jeans. Okay. Don't let your mom pick them for you. Don't let, you know, nice, slim fitting, dark jeans. Always a good, always. I'm like picturing a really hot guy I went on a date with recently and his outfit was on point. He had on a nice white shirt, complimented his skin tone, you know, and some nice white, oh, yum. Some like dark jeans. Okay. <laughs> um, shoes. Oh, if it's wintertime, wear like a nice leather jacket, a cool jean jacket, like maybe a nice flannel. Um, yeah. Uh, vans are a okay. Uh, if they're clean, don't wear like, you know, your shoes matter. One of the first things I notice about a guy is his footwear. So a nice pair of vans are okay. Blundstones. Oof, I have, I know it's so cliche, but blundstones, I love them. I love them. They just do it for me. So blundstones in the wintertime are totally acceptable. It's a little weird to wear them in the summer, but like, whatever, I don't care. Um, Converse are fine, like a nice pair of sneakers. Um, The only acceptable sandals are um, Birkenstocks because I know that Israeli guys are never going to (laughs) separate from their beloved Birkenstocks. Um, If it's summer and you don't want to wear jeans, um, a nice white t-shirt, a linen pair of shorts, again, white sneakers, Birkenstocks, but please do not wear flip-flops. Thank you. All right. Who should pay? You just had a nice date. Here's the thing. All right. Now I get it. Tel Aviv is an international city. People come from all over the world. There's so many different cultural etiquettes um, and norms for when it comes to who should pay for the date. And I get it. It's 2020. We should value equality between men and women and feminism and everything like that. Yes, inherently, men and women are equal in our hearts, our minds, whatever it is. We are not equal in society, okay? Women are not treated equally, and that is an objective fact. I'm sorry, but it's true, okay? Just because you ignore it and you want to believe something different doesn't mean it isn't true. And I don't give a fuck what anyone says. Women should never, ever, 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 ever have to pay for the date. There, I said it. Go after me. Come on. Come on. Bring it on. Bring it on. I do not at me or do at me, but like this is the truth. 
I don't care. You know why I shouldn't pay for the date? Because I already paid for the date. I'm wearing makeup. That costs money. I did my hair. That costs money. I used a $120 straightener to get those perfect beachy waves that I love to rock. That costs money. (laughs) I'm wearing a cute pair of shoes that I bought. That costs money. I'm wearing a nice perfume. That costs money. My outfit costs money. I know all the things on a guy's body cost money too, but not nearly as much as what we spend. Okay. Like I get it. We already paid for the date. And when I start making the same amount of money as men, then maybe, 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 maybe you have a a, a point to argue. But until then, I ain't paying for the date. You want to date me? It costs money. My time is money. Fuck you, pay me. Okay. That's it. (laughs) I'm not paying for the date. I once had a guy... Okay, guys, listen up. Listen very closely. If she offers to pay, she's testing you, okay? And you can pass or you can fail, all right? If she offers to pay, you say, oh my gosh, thank you so much. Absolutely not. This is on me. Don't even, don't even, don't even do it. I do, I used to do like the polite, like, oh, I'm going to pretend to reach for my purse and like see what he says. Um, I had a guy ask, like he, I, I was like, oh, so how should we do this? And I'm like, he offered to split it with me. And I literally like, oh, I think I turned inside out my, <laughs> it was the most, I was like, that's it. All right. He failed the test and he literally let me split a fucking pizza with him. Like absolutely not. If you can't afford to date, you don't get to date. I want a Range Rover. I don't have the money for a Range Rover yet. So guess what? I'm not driving a Range Rover. You want a date? You got to pay for it. Okay. It costs money. So then if you don't, if you don't pay, you don't play that. These are the rules. Okay. Enough. Think of a cheaper date option or don't invite her out to an expensive place you can't afford, but do not ladies don't pay for dates. That's it. I don't care if you want to pay for dates. Fine. But like that's on you and don't be surprised when, um, he, doesn't know how to pay in the bedroom and he doesn't know how to pay on the date. Yep, that's it. Okay. Now let's see, where are we here? If a date is going well, this is the best case scenario. Let's say like you're having a good time now resist the temptation to go on like an entire pub crawl of the city. Okay. Maximum like one other, Oh my gosh, we've been talking for 45 minutes. Okay. One other location, but don't go too far. Um, like just, Okay, we'll edit this part. How long, how long are you supposed to hang out if the date's going well? Okay, let's talk about that. If the date's going well, um, one other location, leave the person wanting more. If it's not going well, do not linger, okay? Say something like, oh, I've got to get going. It was really nice to meet you. Um, if you're on the fence and you're not sure after the date, tell the person something like, uh, okay, you're saying goodbye. Give them some kind of positive confirmation that like you'd be into seeing them again and then tell them, okay, cool, talk to you soon. That's it. Kissing on a first date, totally fine, totally acceptable. Um, and if you only if you want to, but just remember, you don't owe anybody anything. So you don't have to kiss them, but it's totally fine if you do. Which leads me to my next topic, sex on the first date. We fucking on a first date, y'all? Hmm. The time, the question to tell is all this time. Okay. Are we fucking on a first date? Here's the thing. This is Tel Aviv do whatever you want. I do not judge. I am not here to tell anybody what to do with their genitalia at any point after a first date. Okay. I am not here to judge or tell you what to do. 
If you want to fuck on the first date, go for it. However, ladies, this is mostly for you. Again, I'm sorry. (laughs) I don't make the rules. I just try to live by them. Be, if you sleep with him on the first date, be prepared to never hear from him again. If that's all you want, fine. It's totally acceptable. I am not, it's a-okay. But if you want to hear from this guy again, my suggestion, don't fuck him. That's it. If you do, be prepared to never talk to him again. Because here's the thing. If he was going to ghost you, he was going to ghost you. And it's a lot easier to deal with someone ghosting you when you didn't sleep with them. We tend to get more offended and hurt by that. And it, oh, it makes total sense. It's, it's a shitty feeling. But if you sleep with someone on a first date, like you're also not living much to look forward to in the future. Like You've already put all the cards out. And it's, again, it's fine. If you're just out to get your rocks off, I'm not here to judge. I think it's great. You do you. Wear a condom. Keep it wrapped up be safe, have fun, but it's going to feel a lot worse if he ghosts you after he fucks you. Um, am I allowed to say fuck? I hope so because I just said it about a hundred thousand times. <laughs> now, if you know you don't want anything serious from the person and you've somehow communicated this before the date and you want to go for drinks and bang it out, go for it. If that's what you know you're both in for, awesome. If you're going out and you're looking for a friends with benefits situation and, and you happen to have like a date or two in mind, fine do it. Otherwise make them wait. Um, and besides guys, (laughs) ladies, especially like, or whoever you're on a date with, whatever, they're probably sleeping with somebody else too. So they're getting it from somebody. It doesn't have to be you. Okay. Wow. I think on that note, this has been so much fun. Thank you guys so much for tuning in for the very first episode of kiss and Tel Aviv. I hope you enjoyed it as much as I did. This has been super fun. Um, Hey, if you or somebody wants uh, somebody, you know, wants to be featured on kiss and Tel Aviv, um, or if you want to submit a question or a topic, shoot me an email. That's Margo. The T is silent. M A R G O T at Tel Aviv media dot group. Yes, that's .group, not .com, margo at telavivmedia.group. Uh, for more episodes, you can visit kissandtelaviv.show. And for more shows and original content about lifestyle, culture, the people of Tel Aviv, make sure to check out telavivpresents.com. And do not forget to follow us over on Instagram. Our handle is at telavivpresents. That's all for this episode, ladies and gentlemen, the first episode of Kiss and Tel Aviv. We will see you next time. Thank you.